one of the things I appreciate most about this practice, what I've learned from this practice, is a flexibility of mind, malleability of mind, pliability of mind. We see this in our practice in beginning to recognize preferences for certain experiences over others and beginning to recognize and understand that the the mind can meet any experience. The mind becomes more flexible, more malleable to just this. We see this in shifting between meditation and our yogi jobs. Sometimes we have to speed up a little bit. Maybe there's some talking in the yogi job and then moving back into silence. Letting go of the idea (coughs) there's any preferable place for cultivating awareness. Today we're adding another opportunity for this cultivation of malleability of mind in the introduction of talking practice. And so just notice in this moment what that experience feels like to contemplate the idea that has come into your mind. How does that land? What is the experience? Any beliefs, views, ideas? Might be, oh great, or might be, oh no. And so this um, will be practice. This is not what happens at the end of retreats where we just start talking. This is a practice and there's going to be a kind of formal way that we engage in this together, semi-formal way. So it's, in particular, I'll just speak to that um, 
primarily there is silence. The building will remain in silence except for the functional speech around the yogi jobs. The immediate vicinity of the building will be in silence. The only places we will be exploring talking practice will be in the orchard on that side of the building. And then there's a a strip of land up to the dumpsters as you're leaving the property on the left side of the parking lot. So the parking lots, the decks, the woods over here, all remain in silence. And so this is an opportunity to explore speech as a practice, as a as a place to begin to cultivate the possibility for awareness, mindfulness within the action of speech. I would say this is one of the most challenging activities in which to remember, remember mindfulness. So a couple of um, tips about this. I'll describe the structure first and then I'll offer some tips. So what I, I would like to offer as practice opportunity for this is um, one-on-one conversations for, I'd say anywhere from five to 10 minutes. And this will all be self-monitored. <laughs> the, the availability of this will be between 9.30 after this sitting and 5.30 until the dinner bell during the day for the next three days. to find somebody to have a conversation with because what I'm going to suggest is actually you do this maybe once or twice a day. I'd say no more than three times in the day to find somebody and have the conversa- have a conversation. Um, the meetup spot to find somebody will be the island. And uh, sometimes when you go there, because people are all on their own rhythms, um, there may may or may not be anybody there and you can just sit. There's some benches there. You can just sit or stand in the shade, you know. Might be nice if somebody took a couple of chairs there to place in the shade. for kind of the practice of uh, waiting for somebody to arise. (laughs) Um, And then somebody arises, (laughs) you meet up, and then carry the conversation to the orchard 
over the uh, the side. There's some some benches down there. You're also welcome to take chairs, um, some of the plastic chairs down to the orchard for um, places to sit together and talk. And I'd encourage you to keep, you know, this entire thing is practice. So the moment you think, maybe I'll try the talking practice, and the intention arises to head to the island, what happens? What's the experience? Does the energy rise? That would be very natural for that to happen. Are there thoughts? Is there emotional response, excitement, anxiety, a little fear perhaps? So just as we've been cultivating the continuity of mindfulness in the activities of the day, recognizing um, the practice between sitting and walking and noticing the intention to walk, when you're sitting and noticing what happens, the intentions arising around that, or if you're moving from walking to sitting, the intentions around that. What happens? What's the, what's the motivation? What's the emotional response? Being aware of all of that as we add formal talking practice to the mix on your schedule, on your own time, on your own schedule. I suggest that the conversations be Dharma-related, not a general kind of conversation about, so where are you from and what do you do? What's your, what's, you know, what's your life like? That kind of conversation will tend to take the mind out into the world and very easily the content will lead the mind out of awareness. And so if the content of the conversation is Dharma-related, the mind will probably have more of a tendency to remember to be practicing during that conversation. And so inclining the mind towards Dharma conversations. In the early conversations, if you're, if you're new to this, you could explore the possibility of, of basically talking about what it's like to be exploring awareness while talking. There the content is in every moment of the talking, the content is directing you back. What is it like to be aware while I'm talking? Wow, there's a lot of energy rising up. A little bit of uh, uncertainty about how this is gonna go and some excitement. It's like almost a naming or describing your experience, some form of mindfulness out loud. That can be a way to begin to explore this. And again, I encourage these conversations to be short, five to 10 minutes. And then I'd encourage coming back to whatever practice, wherever formal practice your mind feels most at ease. If that's walking, walk. If it's sitting, sit. If it's being in your room, or, or sitting out on the porch, wherever it is, whatever supports you to be most present. That would be a useful practice to explore following the talking practice. And just opening to how, how again, just this, 
How, how is this moment? Conditions, different conditions have been experienced. The condition of talking, very natural for, for different experiences to happen. Notice any thoughts, ideas, beliefs around what's going on. In the uh, early time of my practice, there were experiences where I had to get, have a conversation, kind of a more uh, personal conversation during the middle of a retreat. I had a, one retreat where I had to go into the staff room and tell them there was somebody who had hurt themselves in, uh, in the meditation hall. And it happened to be Thanksgiving, I'm sorry, Halloween, and there was a Halloween party going on in the staff room. There was a lot of energy there, and my mind was not so malleable. I felt like I was blown out of the room, didn't manage to even find somebody to speak to them. Fortunately, somebody noticed me and followed me out of the room, said, how can I help you? And uh, in my mind, um, over the, the course of the next while, had something like this going on. Okay, be with this. Wow, there's a lot of energy in the body. It is gonna take forever for this to settle down. Okay, wait, wait, okay, breath. Be with this. Oh, I wish I hadn't had to do that. That just was ruined my meditation. Okay, wait, okay, be with this. Over and over again, the mind going to the idea that that had somehow disturbed the meditation. What was disturbing the mind in that moment was the mind thinking those thoughts. That was an experience, it had arisen, it had passed away. The ripple effects of it and my mind thinking about it were what kept the mind disturbed. And as I began practicing with Sayadaw Utejaniya and his encouragement to explore the talking practice while on retreat, really supported that malleability of mind. And I recognized, oh, these thoughts, that's the disturbance right now. The talking's over. And the mind began to, to realize just how flexible it can be. There could be a very lively conversation over the uh, meal. And not just the conversation here, but hearing conversations, many conversations. And then then going back to the room, there was this energy in the body. It's like, oh, wow, energy. That's the natural result of having had conversation. Of course the energy is elevated. Okay, ooh, that's actually a little delightful to feel that energy and uh, settling the experience of the energy. And then within moments, within few minutes, the mind had settled. And the, the recognition of just how flexible the mind can be to go between activity, engagement, full on, meeting, exploring, talking, conversation, and stillness. This is 
the opportunity of this this practice. And a lot of it comes in the understanding what the mind does after it has been talking. How is the mind reviewing the conversation? That's natural. Okay, just notice that reviewing is happening. Notice what happens. And then I've got uh, a short list of tips that I'm going to put on the table by Kuan Yin. You're welcome to pick up a copy. Um, I'm just going to go over a few of these right now in terms of exploring presence while speaking. This is what we're exploring here, partly, is the, I mean, not only the malleability of mind and the ability to, to let go of the idea of somehow certain objects are better than others for cultivating the continuity of mindfulness. Some tips about, like I've given tips about how to practice while walking. I'm going to give some tips about how to practice while talking. These are, these are my tips. These are the ones that I found helpful. Um, really simple ones to start, again, because this is a challenging practice. And so the simpler, I found the simpler the, the instructions could be, the easier it would be to remember them. And so the first, notice relaxation or tension. Start with noticing that. And perhaps in the beginning of the conversation, you could start just reminding yourselves, okay, relaxation, let's take a moment and, and um, just relax before we start talking. So consciously connect with relaxation and through the conversation it can be useful to reconnect with that. And if, if necessary, just um, mentioning, you could mention, oh, maybe I need a little relaxation again. Initially it may need to be an alternation, talk, stop, relax. Talk, stop, relax. May need to be a back and forth. But over time, that relaxation can just be a very natural part of the experience. That that there's the the relaxing understanding or the, the recognition of the connection with relaxing as you are speaking. The basic instruction. When talking, know that you're talking. Just keep it that simple. You don't need to do a lot of investigation at that point. Just that for myself, I began to realize I was trying to do too much at first. As I was exploring being mindful while speaking, I was, I was trying to f- follow the conversation, track the experience of the body, r- recognize whether I was feeling emotions. It's like, whoa. But I could, I could, oh, listening, knowing I'm listening, talking, knowing I'm talking, keeping it simple. And then as that begins to be more available, can be very useful to keep track of the very simple, effective tone of, again, this is around relaxation, is there tension or ease? As, the, as you're talking, tension or ease. And, and then letting that be a support for if there's tension, exploring relaxation again. And if there's ease, appreciating it. 
I think that's, well, actually, I'll check with Nisha. Do you have any thoughts about how you work with this or any suggestions or tips for this exploration? the one thing I'll share is that um, I've just deeply appreciated this practice um, and this form and that I I didn't fully appreciate the support of remembering the five to ten minutes part of this form there's so much support in that piece. Um, so, yeah. Any uh, logistical questions about this? Yeah, that would be lovely. Um, yeah, so about the listening side, again, that this that's a practice as well, you know, recognize. And sometimes you may have more capability while listening, sometimes more capability while talking, but to, to recognize that the other person is speaking. And how does that land? You know, essentially, while, while somebody is talking, you're, you're learning something about, well, you're taking in content, you're taking in something of the content of that person's experience or reflections, and like taking that in, and how does it affect you to be hearing that? And so this is part of that, you know, it's almost the 50-50 mindfulness Sayadaw talks about, we uh, keep you know, some of our attention on what we're hearing. It's not just hearing, hearing, hearing. We're, we're connecting to content. Knowing what the other person is saying. Connecting to that content. And how is it uh, affecting this being? Yeah, so thank you. Yeah. Oh, I would say that the five to t it, and and I, and it can be a conversation. So the question was five to ten minutes between the two, or um, each one five to ten minutes. And I would encourage this to be a kind of more normal conversation. So it's not like a five-minute monologue and a five-minute monologue. It's just this is a this is a conversation. Um, and I would say maximum ten minutes for the conversation, for one conversation, and then multiple times. You know, so, you know, up to, you know, three times in the day. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, so following this sitting, so 9.30 to dinner bell, 5.30. So the, the bulk of the day. I'd rather that you take the conversations elsewhere because there may be somebody needing to just sit there to wait for another person 
And so, yeah, take the conversations to the orchard or, and so this, the, the, the circle, the island is a meetup spot in silence. So you can kind of bow to each other. Okay, a couple of announcements and reminders. So with this edition of talking, I want to remind you to remember your yogi jobs. (laughs) Can be easy to lose track of time while in conversation. So, yeah, if you are, you know, maybe, maybe not being cognizant of when your yogi job time is and not starting a conversation in the period right before that. That might be useful. And then also remembering the groups can also be uh, an easy thing to forget while we're in this time of the talking. And so we're starting on our last round of group meetings today. We'll we'll begin that last round. Um, And... um, this experience is something I'll be curious about hearing. How is it for you? And then um, for the uh, Dharma offering this afternoon, I'll, I'll um, respond to written questions again. And so leaving your questions on the board. So notice how you are. Just this.